Hello, everyone. It's fr 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 Friday, which means one thing. It's Wow Ergonomics at midday for your delight and delectation. And we have a guest to bring in. So I'm afraid I'm going to have to push yeah. out the banner if yeah. we can. Everybody push yeah. out the banner so that Everyone we can raise the roof. <laughs> Bit of that. Raise the roof. Oh. Push out the banner so that we yeah. can make room for the wonderful Alison Thompson, the safety elf. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's Hello. been a while. It's been a while. How have you been keeping, my dear? Very well, thank you very much. It has. Good. We've been trying to get this uh, get this date in the diary for so long, so it's fantastic. We finally made it. You've had you've had a few problems with the old Wiffy, haven't you? I have. Oh, don't even get me started on on Wiffy. No. No, but hopefully the Wi-Fi gods are smiling sweetly on us today. So let's keep everything crossed. Yeah. And even in the background there, you've got, uh, what's his name, this by is, the way? Uh, you're, this is yeah. Ergo. He is my muscular little helper. He is not my skeleton in the cupboard. So no. uh, <laughs> I love the fact he's waving. <laughs> I have actually got another skeleton hidden behind me, which um, he might he might make an appearance later because he he has a he has a slightly different purpose. But uh, yeah, oh yeah, is <laughs> doesn't he, everyone is he... have a stack of skeletons in there? Well, absolutely. Um, is he a bit scared? The other one? He's a bit shy. Yeah, he, a bit but... shy, a bit spineless. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen's go. looking in disbelief. No, no. Stephen's trying to think of another joke to do with like, the bones to try and follow that up, but uh, my mind has gone completely blank. So I'll, I'll uh, leave that with me. You're a blank disc at the moment. Yeah. 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 All, all, as opposed all, to a slip disc. Welcome. As, to as opposed to a slip disc. Yeah. <laughs> so, Alison, for people that haven't seen you on Wow Ergonomics before, because you have been on, um, thank you very much in the past. Tell tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do. Okay, um, I'm Alison Thompson. I'm the safety elf um, because for me, the posture and ergonomics is part of elf and safety, everybody's favourite topic. Um, got to get the puns in there today. Oh, yeah, we, we, yeah. And we're we're only two minutes in. How many we how many we pulled <laughs> off already? Um, for me, people's health and safety is it's. People tend to think health and safety is all about paperwork, but for me, it's all about people. And if you actually do the right things for your people, then the paperwork and the outputs are easy because you're just capturing the good stuff that you do. Um, now, I've so just got it just I've just got to stop you there, um, Alison, because obviously I forgot to do this before we came on. So I've just got about twenty questions uh, <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I need to go through. Uh, so, but that's it, isn't it? That's the trouble. I mean, yeah. paperwork, uh, you know, sort of uh, prevails in the health and safety world. And we've talked about it before, uh, Stephen and I, on numerous occasions. But one of the problems with paperwork or any kind of form based thing is that people just want to get it done. I mean, yeah. I think we all have this thing about forms. We just, we hate them. So we just yeah. want to get them out of the way as quickly as possible. And therefore, we probably are not as honest with oh, ourselves and other people as we ought to be. Would you Can, say that's true? Yeah. Dare I mention the words DSE checklist? Everybody's favourite. Tick, tick, tick. Please make it go away. Um, 
rather than oh this could actually get me the help I need approach to the form but yeah absolutely um DSE standing for don't survey everybody um or <laughs> or <laughs> or display screen equipment I mean even even that as a term actually display screen equipment I mean it just sounds so 1990s doesn't it which it is, it is. Um, 1992 yeah yeah. Originally. yeah it was part of the six pack that came in in 92 i mean you know will we still be saying oh that's what i want to know will we still be calling it dse in the, in the day and age where actually everybody's using holograms and pushing buttons up in the air i mean <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's the thing technology is changing at a, such a rapid rate in terms of what we're doing and yet so much of what his so much of how we look at workplace safety is is very historical isn't it absolutely absolutely what's 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 the what's the worst thing for you culprit wise what 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 are you still seeing sort of most people sort of centering on which which really is kind of old hat now (gasps) where do i start goodness me um, I, I guess for me that the big it is this thing about it paperwork that you know it's when I get inquiries from people who they want my they're interested in my services because they've they're applying for a tender and they need to have specific paperwork uh... and you have a conversation with them and it quickly becomes apparent they're not going to change what they do it's just about having the piece of paper and I think that that psychology for me is just yeah uh, that's really that's really tough you just want me there so that i can sign off on your yeah. rubbish yeah and i yeah. And i would say to them I, i'm not your person because i will challenge what you do and i will push you to push you for change and and the paperwork you get will reflect what you actually do and if what you do isn't good enough then the, that's what the paper you know the paperwork will show the reality um and you'll bring er, you'll bring ergo along with you i will yeah in his yes and all his friends yeah they'll be there and they'll be pointing the finger well literally like a little bone anyway yeah. a digit, a digit. Yeah. yeah the digit of doom yeah Stephen, how, how do we get out of this rut how do we get out of this cycle that that's prevailing i mean you're you're working on something as an organization yourselves to kind of take at least take this more more digital and and actually you know help to kind of get people thinking about it in a different way is is technology one of the ways that we can help in this situation i think it is i i do think it's people continuing to bang the drum which is all of us in the the sort of ergonomic world as it were um education's got to carry on i think also culturally i know one of the things you've referenced graham is the fact that a lot of your more younger people younger ceos etc in organizations um who maybe are a little bit more open to getting the correct things in place maybe looking beyond how much is something going to cost but what is it actually going to add from a value perspective so i think i think there's a number of sort of levers to pull on this and we just need to keep persisting with what with what we're doing but i i don't think there's necessarily one solution to all of this we need to have lots of things working in tandem at at the same time um you know but it but it is amazing you know when you 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 know i've been out three days this week 
working with customers. And it is amazing how you still see a lot of the old habits just going on in, in and within very high profile organizations that aren't, you know, we, you touched on DSE there, you know, people not following the guidance, the guidance not being sort of used within their organization to educate people. So I, I think we've got a long way to go, but we're certainly seeing organizations and individuals acting better. But I, but there's a long way to go as far as this is concerned. I think we've just got to keep Alison and everyone else out there, keep talking and pushing and promoting. And I think we will get there, but it's, it, you know, we're not even, we're not even halfway there. I don't think there are still so many people who are just quite laissez-faire about the whole, the whole setup piece, the health and safety of their and the health and well-being of their staff. It's got a long, long way to go. How do we, how do we get people more Bon Jovi then, Alison? How do we get them halfway there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, or are we living on a prayer? No, you can't say that. <laughs> but, um, for me, it, the frustration is when that people don't do the simple things, um, like just stand up, just move. You know, it's you, you don't need an expensive bit of kit to do amazing things that make a real difference to your body. Um, you know, all the, all the research that came out of NASA with Joan Vernikos about, um, you know, and they've they done all the research about the negative Im impacts with the astronauts who didn't have gravity and then turned it on its head and went, OK, the majority of us have gravity. How can we use that to benefit our health? And um, just simple things like if you stand up twice an hour for every waking hour, um, you massively reverse some of the negative health, sedentary health effects. That's I mean, that's not hard. That's and everyone not has got one of those. Oh, blurred. Timer. Yes, absolutely. Blurred. Yeah, and just doing that, and people say, "Oh, oh, that's a really good idea." But you know, it's it because it's disruptive. You know, it, I, I get it. it you know, it dis, if you set a timer and then it disrupts your thinking, you're on a call. But if you can persevere and get past it, it just becomes the thing you do, you know, and you see that you see the flashing light and you can just stand up and have a stretch and sit, sit down. And from the bit that I bolt on, um, I'm sure both of you guys have heard me talking about my wiggle break Wednesdays. Yeah. Yeah, we have. But people out there haven't. So let's uh, let's talk uh, okay. about your wiggles. I'm, I'm a huge fan of what I've christened a wiggle break. So it's a movement break. So literally just get up from your chair. Yay. Oh, oh, hang on. There she is. Cut, She's cut the guest off. Here, I'm still wiggly. Yeah. Roll your shoulders, shake out your arms, whatever it is you, that your body's telling you you need to do. And then when you sit back down, have a conscious posture. Sit back moment. down for a minute. I'm, I'm yeah. still going. I'm you're you're still on the wiggle, aren't you? Yeah. I'm still on the wiggle. This is and fantastic. You know, it can be a two. I wish I had one of those fake legs, Alison, so I could get it up here now, <laughs> just to impress everybody. But no, that's it's, it's true, isn't it? And do you know yeah. what? As you said it all as well, I have to tell you, as you said it all, two guys uh, jogged past outside, just kind of proving proving the fact. Yeah. I think they yeah. they may I, have actually great, even been listening to you. Absolutely, um, yeah. Great. Who, who who told us, Graham, that really great tip? There was on the show just before Christmas, and they said about putting your phone away from your desk 
who who gave us that bit of advice and they said don't have you don't have your phone on your desk have your phone on a table in the background or the bed or whatever so if the phone goes off it yep. force forces you yep. to get up and go and answer it rather than sitting there and going like this actually you've got to get up and move and i and i can't remember who told us that graham but it was a great that's, little um tip that's great because because everybody who has one of those devices has a real fomo moment you know you hear yeah. the bus and you're like i have to know and i have to know now what it is mm. so yeah if you, if you had to get up every time that you had a a notification that'd be amazing mm. yeah it, it lots of little tips like that i mean i on a on a different call earlier this week i was telling people about um what i call micro breaks um and you know but also micro meetings as well um and i i micro breaks are great micro meetings are awful and people out there do micro meetings in offices all day long if you don't know what a micro meeting is it's where somebody comes up to you at your desk to talk to you about something and rather than say do you know what let's go over there for a minute and have a cup of coffee and and talk about this right they just stand there over the top of your desk you you all expect you probably even experienced this this morning all right your your, your boss comes around or someone else in your team your team leader comes around they stand right behind you and they go uh, so dave and you go oh yeah uh, so i just want to talk to you about those figures that we had last week all right yeah yeah and meanwhile you're halfway through something on the screen You've got emails going. So you're kind of half interested in that. You're half interested in that conversation. Nobody's getting up. Nobody's moving. You're not actually moving away from your desk. You're not really interested in that conversation, right? Because you're, you're part interested in that. So you're not really taking part in that dialogue. If you don't move, right? You've got breakout chairs over there. You're not using them. If you went and moved and just, you know, 100 yards, right? Get a cup of coffee. Sit there focus on each other not only would the your, the movement be there but the focus on that conversation would be so much better as well sorry run over um but yeah that's what we need isn't it we need to, to we need just to think about the little things yeah. in order to get it to happen yeah absolutely the other i'm a bit i'm also a big fan of habit stacking so pick, oh yeah yeah so pick something that it's we all know it's really hard to start a new habit um, you know, the thing that on January the 1st, I am going to do this thing. And it becomes a real barrier because then it's like, oh, I haven't done it and I failed. So an easier way to introduce a new habit is is to say, OK, every time I go and put the boil the kettle, I will do this while it's boiling because you're tagging it onto something that you already do mm -hmm. rather than having to create a whole new headspace for, um, you know, to, to do something new so it, you know it might be that you do you do some squats or something when you put you do the kettle just to because you want to you want to do a bit of exercise or um it's, am, it's amazing you've said that because that's what i've started doing i've started doing star jumps when i go down and do the the kettle <laughs> the only thing i would say from an elf and safety point of view is don't do it with the kettle in your hand, hand. Yeah, yeah. It's just not a good idea um, yeah. Stand away from the kettle and, and you know, whilst the kettle's boiling, do it. You just have to, you have to clarify these things because some people might not get it. Yes. Uh, Susan said, you're right, Graham. Yes, I normally am. But if occasionally, it, occasionally. Um, but yeah, Susan's possibly experienced that kind of micro meeting thing at the desk already this morning. And if you've been one of those people, uh, let us know. 
we'd like to know about any uh, ergonomic disasters that you're having. In fact, I just want to say at this point, if you've got an ergonomic disaster and you send it in, send us a photo, you might even get some kit out of Backer uh, to help okay. you sort that out. Because, uh, But we will tear it to shreds. Yeah. That, is, uh, that is the prerequisite of that. Now, Alison, whilst you were saying that before, as a creative, you gave me a really great idea because you said, and I think this is part of the problem, you simplified it. You said, just move. And yeah. I think that I think that's absolutely brilliant. I think actually what you should do is after after we get off today is you should go and buy that as a website if it's not there already. And you should trademark it because just just think somebody's already done it for eating. Right. Yes. And, we, and we've all fallen into that. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so simple. It's just like, you know, it comes up on your screen on the telly and whatever. And, and the little jingles there. And it's like, did somebody say? Yes, they did. Uh, order your food and eat it, right? Yeah. What we need to do is we need to make it that simple. We need to get uh, the kind of phrase out there. Did somebody say, just move? Just yeah, move. Yeah, uh, you know, it just uh, we could even get Snoop Dogg in. <laughs> <laughs> well, although stretching the budget there, Graham. Although maybe he's actually not the best uh, per person when it comes to moving. Maybe we could go for some athletes, though. You know? Oh, yes. Well, I don't know, actually, because then people think, oh, oh it's, it's only for people that are really fit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's the thing. I was I was I was on um, a networking call recently and I was saying something about the just about the moving. And then, you know, when you get popped into break, breakout rooms and someone was saying to me, but I you know, they, they have some real physical health challenges. And I said it. But it, it doesn't mean go and run a marathon. It literally mm. means, you know, it's whatever you can move. And and she can sit up and, you know, she can, she can stand. And so I was explaining to her, like, the power of the just standing up twice an hour. And she's like, wow, I, I can do that. And it really inspired her because it was something that was actually within her physical skill set. And she had no idea that it would it could make such a powerful difference to her body. Because it's not about it's not about fitness. That's a different thing. It's about mm. offsetting the negative health effects of our, you know, of sitting, this whole thing of sittings and you smoking and all of those kinds of things. Would it be great, Stephen, if we could get all of the people in the ergo world just for one week to put aside all of their differences, all of their different branding and whatever? And, you know, like on LinkedIn, you've yeah. got that ring round you. <clears throat> Yeah, where you can actually you could actually personalize it. And some people have done that from time to time. It wouldn't it be great if we got everybody that's involved in the sector to have a ring round and that went, did somebody say just move? And we all put it up there. Yeah. And we all did a tiny little video that, you know, and all put it out at LinkedIn at the same time. We kind of coordinated it and it's just like, hey, everybody, I just want to tell you, did somebody say just move? <laughs> <laughs> be brilliant. It would go, the whole thing would go viral. I'm telling yeah. you now. Yeah. No one's going to do it because, you know, it's just, uh, but uh, it's a it's a dream of mine. It's a dream of mine. I'd I think we that. could, I think we could get something. We could get people to record some sort of clips and a little bit of a montage and put them together on this show. Now, that's more realistic. Wow. If we could get a lot of our sort of wow guests to come on and do that, chop it all together. And we could do it as promo for the show. show. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. I'm Let's loving it. Yeah, you see? Da 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 da. <laughs>
that's the power of jingles they really yeah. stick with you, yeah. you see? and we didn't even mention the name and people already know what that is if we could get if we could get just move out there as a you know people because oh. that's the thing we need to simplify this and mm. half the problem has been the word ergonomics and we talked we've talked about that over the last few weeks with some guests that come on that aren't in the sector at all mm. we've said what does the word ergonomic or ergonomics mean to you and we the responses back were quite interesting weren't they Stephen people were saying well actually I didn't know what it meant and it you know I was a bit frightened of it because it's all it all seems a bit sciencey and and that sort of thing and then then in terms of the word ergonomic yeah that's a bit cheap in it it's like everybody uses that as a as a term they were so, seeing it as like a bit of it there was they were sort of seeing it how we've seen it and I know I mentioned Guy Osman in the past about the use of the word has mentioned it, but almost seeing it as an adjective. I forgot the right yes. word there. Adjective yeah. to describe yeah. a product. So not as in what's the true meaning of it, but they see it as an ergonomic mouse and ergonomic keyboard. So they, they were seeing it in the true adjective as opposed to whatever it should actually be. So that was interesting. Yeah. As you say, we, we got people from outside the sector to give us their thoughts and it was all quite common and it shows how i suppose effective putting that word out there has been just by sticking it in front of the name of the product yeah, yeah. it's like this this is my truly ergonomic pen look here it comes mm. it's coming into shot any minute now there it is Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know because it's got a dog on the top so it must be ergonomic yeah. but that's the, that's as soon as i see the word ergonomic i look i'm looking behind it for the pound signs because people yeah. think you know you have the same product but you call it an ergonomic something and then you can double the price yeah so uh it's sorry was that a bit cynical am i allowed to be cynical on this show oh we're always cynical oh we're that's just probably the most cynical people on the planet but um but we do it in a cheery way as well mm. um you know and it's 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 one of the reasons why it's really important that we get ladies like yourself on because otherwise it could just turn into grumpy old men part two. <laughs> <laughs> grumpy old men show. <laughs> Do you know what, Alison? I was, I was seeing Ergo in the background got me got me sort of thinking about some conversations I've had this week, and I'd love you to sort of put your spin and explanation on it. But I've been talking to people about. Graham and I's old favourite of laptops flat on a desk and the neck and those sort of problems. And I was talking about the whole headway six kilos, bowling ball, and as you move the angle of the neck, it increases. Could you just sort of give your sort of, I guess your sort of feeling, understanding, explanation around that? Because it's really, that I find is a really interesting one to get people hooked and to understand why they should be doing something and, I'm, and again we're breaking okay. it down to a piece of kit here but i'd love to know what you think or how you would describe it okay um i've got a prop with yes me. we love are props you, are you up for this okay yeah, of course, of course. So, right. if anybody's watching have you got anything handy that weighs about a kilogram. So this is a bag of sugar. It's a bag of- I love the fact you've got that there. <laughs> what can I say? Um, <laughs> so when I, when I go into companies, I take at least one of these with me um, and I pass them around and I, so have a, have a, you know, if you've got anything handy, a hand weight, anything like that, have a feel of what a bag of sugar feels like, okay? And then imagine that you you'd um, you'd gone to a new personal trainer, and they said uh, they were they were just going to they sorry I'm doing this backwards. 
Hold that thought. Hold the personal trainer thought. Okay. So that's one kilogram. How many bags of sugar do you think the average human head weighs? Now, I know, I know I'm talking to the informed audience here, but... It's about any, six, six to eight. Six to eight. Like well, that. obviously, you know, it, it for you guys having such, you know, in, in, incredibly okay. dense grey matter, then it's going to be heavy. So around five kilograms. Okay. People, people don't, and that's why it's important to have felt what one kilogram feels like. Yep. So then you say, uh, so then I say, imagine you've gone to a new personal trainer and they've said, um, you know, kind of, I want to so hold out your heart, hold out your hands, and they load you up with five bags of sugar. And then they say, right, I want you to hold that there for eight hours. See you tomorrow. <laughs> and you'd be like, after about 10 minutes, you're thinking, okay, this, this person's really lost the plot because this is really heavy. And, you know, my arm's about to fall off and my shoulders are screaming and all of those kinds of things. But that's sort of what we do when we, when our head is, when we're stacked head over shoulders, over hips, then our body is in the most stable position and doing the least work to hold itself up, okay? As soon as we do, so as soon as your screen is in the wrong place or you're using your phone and this thing starts to happen, then all those muscles, tendons and ligaments in your neck, your shoulder, down your back, into your lower back, they're all frantically hanging on to five bags of sugar. And remember what that felt like. And then if you go a bit further forward, then you're adding in part of your upper body weight as well. And then you add in, you know, you, you've got your, your mouse and your keyboard over here because you've got all your papers in here and your mouse and your keyboarding over here. And now they're, holding, now they're all trying to hold up the weight of your arms as well. And that's not for two or three minutes. You know, that's for really prolonged periods of time. And then we wonder why we're feeling sore. Mm. So it's kind of like... I, I try to kind of flip it on its head and give people give people a, a real point of reference for why this makes such a huge difference to the to their bodies and why they might be feeling the way they're feeling, you know, by by tea break time. And the point is, it's static weight loading as well, isn't it? Absolutely, the it's the hardest thing for our bodies to do um, because we're not movement pumps help you know pumps the blood around the body, so, you know brings oxygen, take the toxins away. But that static movement is the most challenging thing that, you know, you can ask your body to do. And that's what we do at our desks all day, every day. Yeah, years ago when I when I had my own practice, I, I actually had um, T-shirts that I used to give out to clients, et cetera. And they had quite a quite a, an interesting uh, sort of picture on the front um but but the catch line on them was my favorite position is the next one um but it just it was just trying to get people to think about the fact that actually you know there were so many people out there that when i went to see them would say and the thing is i'm i'm, I'm sitting properly and i'm you know i'm doing it i'm doing it like the poster says i don't understand why my my back hurts yes. so do you do you ever move no, never move. No. Right, okay. Well, that's why your back hurts because yeah. you ain't, you're not moving. Yeah, and yeah. so you I, know. People apologize very apologetically or guilty. I'm a bit of a fidgeter. I'm like, hurrah! That's <laughs> brilliant. Fidgeters of the world unite mm. because you're moving. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, 
no, absolutely. Um, I, I I totally agree with that. I, I remember very clearly going to see a whole uh, whole room full of young people who were at a call centre, and there was one guy that said, oh, I, ne I never seem to have any problems with my back or whatever. And I said, I'm not surprised because he was up and down like a rabbit. He was just like, yeah. He was like up, down. He'd be on the phone. He'd be standing up for a bit, you know. Yes. And yeah. But because of that, he, he didn't have problems because he was constantly moving. Yeah. Um, I don't he, he probably he probably had some kind of neurodiversity, etc. as well. But, you know, which which meant that he was quite hyper. But but it served him well, you know. Mm. It absolutely served him well. He 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 was moving. But we're very British, aren't we, Alison? That's part of the problem. Yes. Um, do you not yeah. think when 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 you go and see people, do you not find that people are actually a little bit uh, conscious of if they if they're like doing something yes. like moving or whatever out. that pe other yeah. people think they're not working? Yes. And also the it's the thing with them. And, and I know you guys have had conversations around sit stand desks, but um, uh, I love that comment. <laughs> um, My position is the next one. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, when, when nobody nobody wants to be the what when every when everybody's sitting down and you, mm. and you hear that and everyone's like, <gasps> who's doing what and it's like you don't want to be the one who's who's kind of you don't you don't want to be the only the only standing one and it takes I think it's um for offices where it's kind of being rolled out you you need to get past that if you have a few people who who are already fans of sit-stand desks and you know so it, that you don't have someone who has to kind of be the one who does it you've got people who are just totally into it and they're not going to sit down for anybody so it's you know I'm, I'm standing for my meetings and that's that's great but yes it's that you you don't want to be the person who's seen doing it differently is that is that part of the problem do you think Stephen that I mean we've talked about that before it's, it's kind of getting it to be a kind of accepted behavior as well yeah. to actually use equipment or do something in a different way as well I mean I remember going to a, to a large bank building once and a similar sort of thing and I, I wanted to get someone standing up occasionally at their desk you know and and, and using the sit-stand desk and they I, I can't do it and I said yeah why what do you think is going to happen and I literally in the middle of this building I just shouted and I just went <laughs> I'm standing up and he was then escorted from the building by the security guard because I don't care and yeah. but the thing is and I said look nobody's moved Nobody's turned around. Nobody's looked. And do you know why? Because they're all in the same position as you. They're scared, right, mm. to, that somebody else is going to, you know, if they move, that everybody else is going to look at them. So I've just shouted and nobody's looked. Do you really think that everybody's going to look at you because you're standing up? Mm. That this is a, That's a silent activity. Nobody's yeah. going to notice. Just it is a cultural thing. You're right. It is. A, I think it's a cultural and potentially a British thing that people don't want to stand out um and therefore would rather just go well if everyone else is sitting down i'm going to do that i'm almost going to be a little bit sort of i suppose acting like sheep really potentially just following there, but actually if you turn that on its head if you could get the direction to go the other um, way everyone would do it but everyone's like i'm going to go with the majority i'm safer in numbers so if they're all sitting yeah. i'm going to sit can but we pick up on susan's uh susan's comment here because i think this is quite interesting i'd love yeah. to get your take yeah. on this alison so 
She said every large company should have an ergonomics course for all staff every six months. Now, I'm going to I'm going to question that two things. Should it be every large company? Should it just be every company? Every company. And, and also every six months. Is is it is it something that we can confine to a period? Because for me, I think it ought to be kind of a rolling thing on an ongoing basis anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think anything, we, you need to keep posture as a live thing on the agenda. So, you know, doing a mix of things like doing some lunch and learns, doing some, um, you know, it, the, the frustration sometimes is, you know, I get, you get asked to go into a company and you can go in and on the day, you know, you've made a difference, but you know, within two weeks, the majority of the, you know, for some people, it will have been really significant and they will hold on to and, and embed the changes. But for the most people, real life will have intervened and they'll have forgotten how amazing they felt on that day. And if stuff's just got in the way. Whereas if you if you can keep going into a business and so keep waving the posture flag, so literally it might be, all it is is they know that the posture person's in the building today, but that puts posture back in their mind, mm -hmm. let alone, you know, you know, it's kind of as a live thing rather than it just being something we did two months ago and that strange. It should be so it should be sort of part of inductions, shouldn't it really, when a when a company is inducting new staff. They should, I mean, that to me is, is a great starting point of when you begin, we will give you, we'll bring you up to speed with what we do, what our policy is, how we how we work as a business to address that whole piece and then a rolling piece from there. But a, yeah. you really need a starting point and a starting point for everyone is when they join that organisation. So again, is it is it something around, you know, not just how to switch your laptop on, how to book your holidays, you know, how to, um, you know, how, if you've got a personal appointment, you know, or how do I make a dentist appointment? Actually, how do you set yourself up and what 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 does the yeah. company do and how do we support you to get you started to get everyone off on the right foot and then yeah. as you say lunch and learns or little sessions or people going in or or more classroom type activity to keep them up to date with all the changes that are happening yeah i mean i i love to do things like um a video you know if you go into an office where there's because there might there's typically kind of one or two main models of chair that is it's probably one load is the the chair that they inherited when they took over the office, and then the second lot is the one that they bought to you know as they've as they've grown. So it's usually, but and there will be odd other ones, but there's usually one or two key ones. And do a video of this, like right, if this is your chair, then you know this is what this is what all the knobs and levers do, mm -hmm. um, so that they actually immediately it's a well you know a welcome to your chair, a welcome to your desk. And, um, you know, if there's any other bits of kit, like, like you know, um, monitor stand, monitor arms, it's like, this is what you can do with them. Um, you know, this is this is how you do it. And a quick reminder about why it's important. Just just so they're not waiting for the posture person to turn up. It's just right there. Again, with my creative head on, I've been thinking, like, as you were talking as well, that a friend of the show from the past, Tom Morley with his drums. Yeah. Right. Now, you see, he goes into businesses now to talk to them about confidence, really. It's it's about it's about teamwork and confidence, et cetera. Yeah. But, you know, again, thinking about the fact that you've got different people going into businesses, looking at things in different areas, et cetera, maybe there's opportunity there as well. Imagine, Alison, if you could 
have someone that could lead drumming, you know, and you could get them in to to encourage everybody to move. But you could you could kind of half the day in terms of posture, half the day in terms of confidence. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, combined yeah. all in one go. Well, and there is that real thing about pop, there is a real interconnection between posture and how you feel. Um, you know, this is that because um, again, I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know. You know, some of the old the, the old school sales training used to be about to close, you know, stand up to close a sale because it changes the way you breathe. It mm. change, um, you know, it's about smiling. People can can hear the smile, and it and and if you know the the the, the make a power stance before you go into a scary meeting because your brain doesn't differentiate between the the actual and and the, the, the you know your the fake it till you make it but mm -hmm. and, and I'm not saying fake it till you make it in all senses but there's so you know posh, the, the ripple effect of you're posh, so like, right and you know what the amount of again the amount of call centers I've been in, into over the years and if you're a call center manager and you, you you're watching this throughout the week and you know just just watch the body language of some of your staff but if you've got guys on the telephone and they're they're you know whether it's sales or or even things like retention where they're trying to retain a customer and if they're all like yeah okay well um so you know yeah over the over the desk are they going to be effective yeah of course they're not going to be effective they're, they're not as effective as they could be if they're you know actually there with it you know and go back to that that young lad that was you know he was he was the top salesperson as well on that team yeah right because he was excited he was showing he was excited in his body language as well and it was coming out on the calls to to clients yeah i can help you with that let's do let's do this like, yeah how can i help you yeah <laughs> yeah how so, many do you want yeah okay thank you bye next <laughs> he's, he's, he's done this before hasn't he <laughs> I've certainly been in a lot of call centers over the years. Yeah. 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 I've seen, I've seen it, you know, but that's, that's the thing, isn't it? Is that, you know, they, it, it worries me in organizations when people are like, we need to target things like how, how much, you know, time someone spends away from the, 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 the call, et cetera, because, yeah. you know, we're on KPIs, we're on targets, it's important, they've got to get mm -hmm. through all of this, etc. But it means that their people are not motivated, it means that their people are unhealthy, it means that their their people aren't, you know, aren't feeling great about anything. And then they, then they wonder, you know, why isn't this necessarily helping? Or, you know, maybe, maybe less is more sometimes, maybe just do, you know, uh, make, allow the, the fact that you're you're not answering quite as many calls, but make every call count. Yeah, mm -hmm. make it make it quality quality it's, over quantity, quality isn't quantity. it? Yes. You know, there we go. Uh, they Very say true. you can tell when a person is smiling through the phone voice. Yeah. yeah, every time, every time, Susan, every time, always smiling on the phone. Absolutely. So what what's the, what is the one takeaway? uh Alison that we should all be looking for um in terms of how we should be approaching 
our our workstation audits, our, our you know our DSE, as it were. What's what's the one thing that we, if we're doing it at the moment, what's the one thing you said at the beginning? Sort of form filling is is kind of out the window. If we're if you've got a company that listening at the moment and the the way that they're approaching it is to once a year get the forms out, put it around the business, or you know it's an online form, etc. What's the starting point? Where do, where should they be going? Education. Right. Absolutely. So so for me, that's absolutely key. So many people don't understand, um, you know, and that little bit we did with the bag of sugar, that's that's part of my education bag mm. is you know, if, if people understand what the key posture principles are and why they're important. And the, and the bag of sugar bit is the what part, you know, sh- helping people understand why it's important as if they don't understand that, they haven't got, they won't have the motivation. The majority of people won't have the motivation. I mean, typically people who are already in pain or discomfort, they're motivated because that's not nice. Um, but everyone else thinks, you know, I'm fine. I, you know, I, I'm not, I, I'm not, you know, right now I'm not feeling achy and sore, so I don't need to worry about that. But actually if people can understand the why it's important they're much more likely to take to take a little bit you know we're not expecting I'm, I'm not expecting everybody to change everything but if they if, if everybody just change one small thing you know your body notices every small positive change that you make so that's my aim when I go you know when I when I work with people is can I just encourage them to just do one thing differently mm-hmm then that's a huge win. And then the next time I see them, if they're excited, you know, if they've managed that, then I can maybe add in one more small thing, you know, and over time that that's a, a big difference to their bodies. So and it goes back to, it goes back to your stacking comment before, doesn't it? Is almost yeah. getting one and almost building on and not almost trying to change them overnight with six or eight ideas, but pick out one, the most important one, and then build the next time, build and build and, and, and slowly, slowly sort of get them to, to change yeah, absolutely and that's why one-off interventions i'm not saying they don't make a difference but they yeah. don't make the biggest difference um because you're not because the message gets lost and um it's so much better when you can go back and check in and remind people of that bit and spot when they're ready for the next thing the other thing i'd really love to see a little bit more of as well is um companies beginning to do time and proper time and motion studies as well and the reason I say that is because fundamentally I believe when I've been I've done time and motion studies before ahead of sort of uh, office or or, or, uh, even retail design of an area you know and I've stood there all day and I've actually videoed it and I've seen where people stand where people move to etc walk around you you show it to somebody higher up and they go I didn't know that I didn't realize that. And I don't know whether you've ever seen those programs on the TV where uh, it's it's about secret snacking. They're fantastic, those programs. They, they get people in and they go, what do you eat in a week? Oh, I, I, yeah, I think I'm doing quite well at the moment. I'm eating this, this and this. And then they send they send a, a film crew out to spy on them as they go through the week. And they get they show people going into shops and like buying a, a chocolate bar or whatever and just eating it or whatever. And they go like and they they count it up at the corner of the screen. And go, well, that's one, you know, it's like, uh, you know, a bit of pizza or something. 
or someone hands them they go into an office and someone goes do you fancy a donut yeah yeah i'll eat that and they and then they take all of those things and they put them all on the table alongside everything else that they've eaten during the week and they go that's actually what you ate during the week yeah and they're like no i didn't yeah you did and then yeah. they show them the footage and they went oh my goodness i yeah. had no idea i would love to see people actually just like film in an office for the day and when people go oh, actually yeah i sit all right I don't think I don't think I have yeah. a problem with my posture or whatever. And then they're they see there that rubbing I, their neck. Oh, yeah, doing that and, all day. and I think the biggest one would be laptop use. Yeah, I think the biggest one is laptop use because I think the biggest excuse for people not using accessories around the laptop is yeah, but I don't do it for very long. But I bet to goodness if you actually did, did a yeah. stopwatch on it and they and you went well, actually, when you went in that coffee shop and you got that laptop out and you started working on it do you realize how long you were there long, you were there yeah. for an hour and a half mm. yeah and i think like, the other and the other one would be that oh no i move quite often it's like uh <laughs> this is two hours in and apart from reaching for your, for your mug of coffee i haven't seen you move at all yet uh-huh. <laughs> yeah no absolutely it's it's like you know it's like the old comedy sketches go yeah i've got i get plenty of movement when i get down the pub <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That don't count. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Alison, you know, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on today. Oh, thank you. It's been great to be thank here. Thank you very much. Thank you. If people would like to get a little bit of uh, safety elf in their life. Yes. And who wouldn't? Yeah. How, how do people get in touch with you? What's what's the best place? Um, LinkedIn's a great place. So um, I'm on Twitter. Um, I'm safety. I'm safety elfing. If, um, just Google safety elf. This I, is going I out live on Twitter at the same up. time, and we, we do have we do have a following on Twitter as well. So, uh, oh, and what 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 are you known as on Twitter? What's your Twitter handle? Safety elfing. Safety elfing. elfing. Yes. Right. Check that out on the Twitter. You could people on Twitter talk like that. Um, on LinkedIn, um, <laughs> you can find Alison Thompson on the Alison Thompson, the safety elf. No P. There's uh, no P in Thompson. No, it's thompson okay yeah, yeah there we go um and, and and there you go so look uh please people do uh do touch base with allison uh and you know find out a little bit more and and if you're a musician that does the drumming type thing the tom if you're watching this you know maybe you could do a day with allison um and i think we need to follow up on the just move thing as well i really do yeah. think I'm, I'm seriously going to follow up on the just move thing I, i'm slightly i'm slightly concerned that susan who's been watching the show has been has, has used it i wonder if she's taken advantage of us being doing a live <laughs> broadcast and we've, we've already it's already been registered we've has, has she actually really have you already registered it susan if you've registered yeah professor I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna check afterwards uh, if yeah. i can if i can get the domain if I can get a, a just move domain at all, I will yeah. get it. I'm I'm pretty certain it will be be uh, be used up. But um, you know, we'll see see what we can do. But <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out, Stephen. We should reach out. We should see how many people we could get to do some just little clips saying everybody out there. We just need to say today, just move and do the just move thing. If we can compile them all together, put them out in one thing, it'd be great. We could we could even have a just move day. Yeah. You know, uh, yes. once a year, yeah, and just just bring the attention that you know everybody needs.
to get up and get moving. So do that for the rest of the day. Thanks for everybody for, uh, well, Susan mainly, uh, who's, you know, the amount of comments she's put on this, this is going to go viral. Um, we'll, have to start char- <laughs> we'll have to start charging for comments here, Graham. We could cash in here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Alison, our guest today. Thanks to Stephen. Brilliant Thanks as always. Graham. We will be back next week with another wow ergonomics until then take it easy out there be safe and do get moving all right it's just move just move just move move. (laughs) bye for now